0: hello everyone and welcome to your seat at the table god bless you today as you join me thank you praise and worship team for leading us in wonderful worship we also want to give you this opportunity to worship the lord in your giving thank you for your faithfulness thank you for sowing into good ground we are so excited because we're about to move in into our new location or we we get the keys. And so we are so thankful for all of you that continue to support the ministry as we move forward. June 1st is coming fast and once we get the keys, uh, renovate and do all the things we need to do to welcome uh, you all back. So anyway, as you want to give to the Lord, ask the Lord what you have uh, or what he wants you to give. And so follow uh, the instructions on the screen there and you can give via digitally, or you can send us a physical check or however you'd like to do it. We just wanna give you that opportunity. Let's pray over this offering as you give. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for the ability to obtain wealth that you have blessed us with the work of our hands. Lord, we give this with a cheerful heart. God, we are thankful, God, that we're able to give of our means to support your work. We are thankful, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you as you give. Thank you for all you that tithe. Thank you all you that give offering. We love you. We love all of you. Thank you for tuning in today. But today, I uh, like for us to look in the Old Testament. You know, oftentimes there's so many great stories. I often wonder why people would read any novels. If they would just read the Bible, there are... um, Stories of intrigue, story of betrayal, story of war, story of redemption, story of hope, uh, um, story of um, re- um, re- reviving of people, story that you know gives us hope for the future. You know, the Old Testament, the Bible itself is such a beautiful book, and there's so many wonderful stories of what God can do. It is, it's an amazing thing. Uh, the Old Testament stories are amazing. You see from the beginning in the book of Genesis all through uh, to the book of Exodus, and you see the stories of Adam, and then uh, the descendants, and then Abraham, and then Jacob, and then onto Moses, and then on all the great stories of Joshua and then we see the judges then we see the prophet Samuel and that's where we're going to end up today is in the uh, first book of Samuel chapter 10 verse 1 through 9 so 1st Samuel chapter 10 verse 1 through 9 and let's read then Samuel took a flask of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said it is not because the Lord it is not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance. When you have departed from me today, you will find two men by Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Zelzah. And they will say to you, the donkeys which you went to look for have been found. And now your father has ceased caring about the donkeys and is worrying about you saying, what shall I do about my son? Then you shall go forward From there and come to the Terabith tree of Tabor. There are three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you, one carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of wine. And they will greet you, and you will give and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall receive from their hands. Now I want to tell you this is a story about Saul, um, who we know as the first king of Israel at this time this is Saul and this is Saul before he was king Uh, and as he meets the prophet Samuel Samuel begins to speak to him uh, about his future look at verse 5 after that you shall come to the hill of God where the Philistine garrison is and it will happen when you have come there to the city that you will meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place which string instruments a tambourine a flute a heart before them, and they will be prophesying. Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. And let it be that these signs come to you, that you will do as the occasion demands, for God is with you. You shall go down before me to Gilgal, and surely I will come down to you to offer burnt offerings and make sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days you will wait. I will come to you and show you what you should do. Now look at verse nine. So it was that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, that God gave him another heart. And all those signs came to pass that day. I wanna speak to you on the topic of changes, change is in the air. Change is in the air. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for uh, your stories. Thank you for your word that is eternal. That these stories, God, uh, live on forever because you are the word and because you are the word, you are an eternal being. Heavenly Father, let your word leap off the pages and into our heart. Let it be revelatory to us. Touch our minds that we may understand, our hearts we may receive, and our ears we may hear. Lord, we take authority over the sky above, the ground we stand on. And the air that surrounds us and we declare God that you are welcome here Holy Spirit come into our place come and touch our hearts right now in the name of Jesus Christ we pray amen I want to speak to you a little bit here and give you a little backstory about Saul Saul was the son of Kish who they he belonged to the tribe of Benjamin which was Jacob's youngest son remember Jacob he had 12 sons and um, two were born to the one that he loved which was Rachel and um, Benjamin was the youngest and as Benjamin was born his mother died and the Bible says that in the book of Genesis that as she was dying she's named Benjamin Benoni which is son of my suffering but then Jacob, his father, said, no, I'm going to name him Benjamin, which is the son of my right hand or the son of strength. So this is the tribe uh, that Saul came from. And according to Saul, as Samuel, he was actually Saul was looking for donkeys that had ran off. And his father was worried about the donkeys. And so Saul was just being a typical boy, a son to his father, as his father said, hey, go find the, the donkeys and bring them back. We need those donkeys. So he was just a typical boy doing what his father has and living a normal life in that moment. And so, and when he met Samuel, Samuel began to declare to him all these things about to happen. This is, and, and you know what Saul says, he says, how can these things be since I come from a small tribe of Benjamin, and my father's house is the least even among them. And so brothers and sisters, I want to tell you that in a moment when God's hand is on your life, things can change. You know, things can change in a moment. Change is in the air. Uh, uh, We look at life and we think that In that very moment, that life is going to be the same forever. But brothers and sisters, in a moment, your life can change. But with God, it can change in a positive. Here, Saul woke up that morning, was just uh, took a servant, somebody help him. He was just trying to find and and, and, uh, do something that his father asked him to do. And this is what got me is when he was looking for the donkeys, he failed at that. He failed at finding those donkeys. He wasn't even good at looking for something that was lost, but yet God had his hand upon Saul. God had his hand upon Saul, and Saul did not know it. Brothers and sisters, God has his hand upon you, and oftentimes, you and I do not know it. You know, we're just thinking, man, I can't even do uh, find donkeys right. Like Saul, is like, man, I can't even find the donkeys. How am I going to run a nation. And this is probably what was going through Saul's mind when he met the prophet Samuel. Man, I can't even find two, I can't even find my father's donkeys, let alone you're telling me that I'm going to be a king in God's nation over God's people. Are you, cra- are you kidding me? Are you joking with me? See, brothers and sisters, sometimes we look at ourselves so small. We look at ourselves like God couldn't use us because we have this failure, we have that failure. We we're just a normal person. But brothers and sisters, I want to tell you like this. God uses ordinary people. God uses the small things to change history. God uses the the least of us to change history. You look at the story of David. David was just a boy watching sheep. He was going to bring food to his brothers at the command of um, uh, his father. And they were facing the Philistine. The story says that there was a giant. Uh, That was the enemy, Goliath. He was huge. Some commentary said he was 10, 11 feet tall. And all David had was a sling and stones. And yet in a moment, in the air, change was in the air. He slew that giant and being the smallest. The Bible says that even King Saul at that time gave David his armor, but he couldn't fit it. It was too small. He was too small for it. Brothers and sisters, God always gives us, uh, uh, when God's on our life, he always uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. Sometimes we look at people and we're like, wow, this man is great. That lady is great. Look how much this is. But Saul had even a failure in his life. He could not even find the donkeys. How is he going to run a nation? Brothers and sisters, maybe that's you today. Maybe you're thinking, man, Lord, you, I, I, who am I that you would put your spirit upon me? But the Bible says that is very important. The Bible says that God, uh, in verse 6, the spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. Think about that for a minute. See, brothers and sisters, we often think that it's our ability, but the Bible says that it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Oftentimes we think we have to do all these things within our own strength. But in verse six, 1 Samuel 10, then the spirit of the Lord will come upon you. And when the spirit of Lord comes upon you, Change is in the air. Your life is about to change. We are about to change. We are about to move into a new location. We're about to change location. We're about to bring change into the atmosphere of where we are. Look at the Bible. Um, we don't have it, but you can turn with uh, the book of Acts chapter 1 and 2. God, Jesus, was resurrected. He told them that he's leaving, but they need to wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit. And at, the, at it says on the day of Pentecost, uh, the Holy Spirit came and they uh, the Holy Spirit came up on them and they all spoke with tongues in the spirit like fire? Change was in the air on that day over 2,000 years ago. Brothers and sisters, I want to tell you like this. Stop thinking that you have to do it all on your own strength because God is about to change you in a moment. Life can change in a moment, couldn't it? things are going real well. The Bible says this, that life is but a viper. Life life is but a vapor. Just instantly, life can change. Instantly, things can be different. Instantly. You know, we often hear about things like that in the negative, but I want to tell you, think positive. In a moment, in a moment, your life can be changed for good. In a moment, God could put a new heart in you uh, and that you could be called into the work of God. In a moment, your physical needs will be changed. In a moment, your financial needs could be changed. In a moment, uh, um, life could be so different. In a moment, your sons or your daughters that haven't known God could come back. In a moment, your cha- your marriage could change. Change is in the air. Brothers and sisters, I want to tell you like this. What requires us is to keep going. Even though Samuel or Saul was looking for his donkeys, he didn't know. What he did was he he thought the servants said, let's go find the man of God and he'll tell us what we ought to do. See, brothers and sisters, when you don't know what to do, oftentimes you need to seek the Word of God. That's the first thing. I don't have it on the screen. I apologize about that, but you have to seek the Word of God. You have to look at the Word of God and say, Lord, I seek you. Speak to me. He says, you know what Jesus says when he was tempted of the devil? He says, man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Brothers and sisters, when you don't know what to do, keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. Secondly, seek God's word. Seek God's word. Third, have faith. Have faith in what God has for you. And lastly, receive those things. Believe it. Believe it. Belief is not up here. It's actually in here. Belief is not knowing up here logically, but knowing in here in your heart. See, brothers and sisters, change is in the air, regardless of what you're saying. Look at our life today after last year of the shutdown, a global shutdown. Change is in the air, isn't it? I mean, regardless of whatever you say, life will never be the same again. Life is trying to be back the same, um, but it's historic. Brothers and sisters, in a moment, life can change. In a moment, change is in the air. In a moment, God can change your heart. Look at verse 9. So it was that when he turned his back to go from Samuel, that God gave him another heart. And all these signs came to pass that day. Brothers and sisters, today I want to tell you, That in a moment, God can give you another heart. In a moment, God can say, today, I'm going to bless you. Today, I'm going to give you a new heart. Today, your depression's gone. Today, your illness is gone. In a moment, God will change because he has a purpose and a plan for you. Brothers and sisters, I want you to say this with me. Change is in the air. Change is in the air. And I want to tell you, that change with God is going to be extraordinary. Change is in the air. And it's going to be extraordinary. Because God will bless us with His Spirit. He's going to cause us to move forward. He's going to cause us to have a new heart. His Spirit is going to be on us. And when His Spirit is on us, what can't you and I do? I want to encourage you today. just keep moving keep after it last time I spoke to you keep after live beyond yourself keep doing what you're doing keep loving God seek God's Word seek God's Word seek Him with all your heart the Bible says that you seek you shall find right and receive and believe or have faith believe in what God has promised you know my wife was sharing with me this week she said she was listening to a pastor now it was in Portuguese and she's telling me that there was a pastor that said that he would pray but God would tell him pray specifically and when you pray it visualize it you could see yourself there you could see yourself there and he began to pray for his church he began to pray for his church to grow and he said that he would envision and see that he the church would grow every week every month and at first he thought lord but the lord told him i can give you these things but you have to be specific and when you begin to pray specific See, Saul sought the man of God or the word of God specifically to do what? To find the donkeys. And not only was the donkeys found, it wasn't that he found them, God found them. And the Bible says that the donkeys were found. You shouldn't worry. Your father's not worried about the donkeys. Now your father's worried about you. See, brothers and sisters, there are things that we try to do with our own strength and our means, but God can do it because he's there to help us. Holy Spirit's there to help us. Brothers and sisters, begin to pray specifically for what God or what you need from the Lord, what you want the Lord to do. Begin to have faith, because i am going to tell you right now, change is in the air. Even in our spiritual realm, even in our spiritual walk, change is in the air. I want to pray with you this morning. Heavenly Father, I pray, God, for those that are listening. I know it. oftentimes we go and go and go, and it seems like we can't find, just like Saul. He, he even failed trying to look for the donkeys. But, God, you had another plan for him. Many people listening right now, there's another plan for their life. And, Lord, I ask that you would give them strength to keep going, God, uh, that when they uh, seek you, God, that you begin to give them a new heart, that your spirit will pour upon them. Heavenly Father, for those that are struggling with that, I pray, God, that you would give them a new heart, that their heart be uh, towards you. Heavenly Father, I know you have a plan and a purpose for their life. Bless those that are listening right now, because I know, God, change is in the air, and you have good things for your children. God bless them, Lord Jesus, today as they have a great week. May your spirit just be with them this week. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. We love you. Have a great week.